Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 351. The trio is back again. We haven't broken up yet. Nope. Nope. I'm here. I'm here too. Yep. Well, you're, you're part of the trio now. Yeah. You yep. are You are one of us. We should, we, you know what we should do? Because it's been Tony and I and other random people for a while now. So we should start like some sort of pool to see how long Charles, Charles will actually last. stay with us mm. before he becomes too busy for us like everyone else did all of a sudden there's gonna be there's gonna be a random person that you know puts in the bet like uh arles canderson or something (laughs) (laughs) that's my cousin's name that's funny (laughs) (laughs) but uh yes and actually we should probably do some more exposition and background with with you we'll plan that a couple months out so we don't need to get to that anytime soon But let's get into this podcast where we discuss some big trailers that dropped this week, Mm -hmm. some teaser trailers, Mm -hmm. Spider-Man, another Shazam one. Tony comes up with new words. Ghostbusters. All our listeners know that by now. He has his own dictionary started somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) There really should be. I know, I know. It has so many fucking pages attached to it. Um, We did review a couple books. Tony reviewed Black Widow number one. Because he wants to get her to know her a little better, mm. and uh, we also reviewed the Batman Who Laughs number two, still awesome. But I was right. And then <laughs> we also talked about other things that you're just gonna have to grab a beer and put in your headphones to listen to. So with that, enjoy Drunk on Comics podcast episode 351. It's raining wanes. Hallelujah! It's raining wanes. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> You lose it after that. It doesn't rhyme anymore. cover art but i don't like uh stuff that's uh so on purpose like in reflections and things like uh, it's so like there's a perfectly formed uh tie fighter in the reflection of something right mm. and i'm like that would be warped like a lot right and to have to have like it mirrored You're like, saying because it's eye, coming off of their could, shield yeah, or okay because it it's a globe so they're not doing an escher type yeah mm-hmm. realism to yeah. it they're just making it a flat mirror, which is what it would look like. And it kind of bothers me a little bit. Another one, I saw a bunch of superheroes, um, like, in a crowd, right? Sure. And then one of them had, like, their hands around fire. And so, like, the lighting in a crowd would not hit the people in the back so well as it is shown. Or the person in the front, the light would not hit them that way. And it bothers me a little bit. <laughs> I loved the look of it. Yeah. And then someone was like, oh, yeah. And I'm all like, yeah, but, man... Right. Have you seen light? <laughs> Do you know how light works? Charles, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. Oh. I know by experience. <laughs> yeah, that is true. He Here, does know. Put one he's of these gotten, in your mouth. That was bad. He's gotten himself in trouble <laughs> a couple times for judging a book. Not only by its cover, but by its name specifically. Yeah. So. I mean, but I, I hear what you're saying because, yes, when it comes to real life stuff, comics should reflect that totally. And, right? And. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so the 
the uh, the image that was shown, right? Um, it was beautiful. Like someone put a lot of love into it, just not a lot of thought. <laughs> so you really have a lot of thought, just not so a lot of love. Let's think of this in comic book terms, though. Does the flames coming off hands are those like the same composition as flames from a fire? Would they put off the same sort of light? Or are they something completely different? Let's go even further and say, why are there a group of people just sitting there staring at what would be a camera? <laughs> just with expressionless... <laughs> what What's the scenario there? Oh, it's of... like comic books aren't real. You know in action yeah. comics, like what? when Superman's holding up that... that um, the vehicle oh and, yeah, yeah and the people are like running like nah none of that would happen for real that car would crush him <laughs> in real life in real life yes a person <laughs> i don't know that he would cape. get it above his head wouldn't be wearing a cape <laughs> but he's superman <laughs> again it's like comics not real next you're gonna tell me santa claus is not real stop it okay oh well uh, before getting into some comic book reviews, I two things that I've been thinking about a lot this week, and actually a third one that we just watched before, and it's three trailers that came out. Okay. First off, the Shazam one. Sure. That just watched before this, the second trailer for it. I'm hyped. I am too. I am very pumped for Which, this movie now, and I wasn't at first. I know, because it's a DC movie, right? Uh, well, that's not the only reason, but... But that's the main reason not to be hyped about a... <laughs> a no. DC movie is because it's a DC movie, but this looks completely different than anything else. Well, one of the things I like out. going forward with the DC movies now is that after the success of Aquaman and not having so many like callbacks and tie-ins to Justice League and all that, it sounds, and now we say this, but we know Warner Brothers, the moment dollar signs hit their eyes, they're going to go back on this. It sounds like they're going to do a lot more less connected movies yeah which is great for them because they suck at trying to connect them all in the trailer for shazam one of the ones that i watched um a drawer is opened and a picture from a newspaper shows the man of steel um it, it, over metropolis there's a that ship it shows a picture of that ship mm -hmm. um over metropolis during the the fight oh um, yeah well at, there's and then and then on one of the on one of the dressers is the batman the what does he throw the bat battering? The, oh, the battering. Yeah. It's actually sitting there. Like yeah. so they are connecting these things, but well, in a very he's subtle also though like Billy's way. also a huge fan of super powered people. So that kind of fits with who His he is. Yeah. But it's not like a straight up nod of like Spider Man webbing somewhere like as if that real superhero is in this person's neighborhood. And even so those things are just Easter eggs, though. I no, mean, no, no, so... the newspaper made it real. I think. Oh no, I think... no, it is real. Okay, all right. It is connected. It is connected. We know they're yeah. the same world, but yeah. unlike where Iron Man shows up in Spider Man Homecoming, like he's physically there, you're seeing them yeah. talk and interact. Yeah. If all of a sudden someone said a report of an Iron Man saved the day over somewhere, you hear that. That's an Easter egg. You know it's real, but it's not showing. Mm -hmm. And it just Warner Brothers sucks at showing. It's just been proven. So well, so let's think about their two most successful movies: Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Neither of those tie. They're both origin stories. Neither of them tie back to Justice League. But Justice League 
uh, ties to all of them. And then, yeah. of course, you had the train wreck that was Batman versus Superman. And Suicide Wonder Squad. Wonder Woman can't tie it to Justice League or whatever because it's a prequel, right. right? Exactly. Although at the end, when she's in modern day times and she's doing all that research, I think she talks to Bruce at some point in time at the end of that movie. Yeah. Yeah. We need yeah. to join the Avengers. I mean, Justice League. <laughs> Get them all in. Uh, so, anyways, I'm looking oh, forward to that direction. But the biggest thing, going back to the Shazam originally, I was a little wary about, was the costume. Yeah. And I'm still a little bit not sold, but then I'm a little bit more sold. It's so weird for me to, like, that was the most, like, unappeasing, like, eye-looking thing it's in the trailer. It? Because it's, it's so classical, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's straight up superhero shape. No, no, yeah, it is. But it's just the fake muscles. It's it's yeah. everything about it that it just looks kind of fakeish yeah. when you're seeing it. Here's the thing, that suit cost a million dollars. Yeah. Ooh. That is fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, the director is so one of the set designers this past week had talked about how much it was, and they have ten suits. That means there's like ten million dollars in suits, one for stuntmen, your backups, this and that. And the director came out trying to say more uh, particularly, well, that's not just for the one suit. There was a suit that had this and those legs um, and like boots didn't look well. So we had to redesign that. The lights, uh, they're saying how it has a battery pack. Luckily, he has a cape to like hide the battery pack. Otherwise, they wouldn't have known what to do with it. Good and cool and trying to make uh, reasons why it costs $1 million. But $1 fucking million dollars for mm-hmm. a suit? Mm-hmm. That thing's got to be made of gold mm. to me. I just, it boggles my mind how they would spend that much money on the one thing that most fans have said that looks ridiculous. Yeah, it does not bother me as much as it bothers you. I think it's a No, good... no, I'm, I'm over it. I'm Are over, you it, over now. it now. But when they, when I read about that, I was yeah. like, if they would have said it, it costs like maybe, you know, a couple thousand, I'd be like, all right, maybe I could see why I was not so hyped about the suit. Right. But when you spend a million dollars, you might want to nail it completely. If you were to, like, look at the design of the suit, right? Mm -hmm. And how it's, you know, it's pretty standard superhero, right? Well, is it the kid's version of what a superhero's outfit should look like, like, subconsciously? Or is it, like, that's how Shazam... That's how Shazam looks. ...would have looked, um, you know, in the ancient times. People would be wearing the same thing. That's Shazam's look. So what I was thinking was that is, like, a... Like in the Matrix, uh, where we, when Neo uh, first gets gets uh, put into a system, or whatever, mm-hmm. and he was wearing normal clothes, and they called it a residual self image. It would make sense that if this kid, um, like, had to like, they took it from his own brain, you know, sure. how it would look. He's seen Superman or Batman before, and that's the reason why he has tights looking and right. a cape, even. Yeah. But it would still not cost a million dollars to make. I want no, to no, say no, no, even... no, I'm talking about in in oh, the, just the universe. Look of it? Okay. In the yeah. universe, yeah. not not outside. Oh, I get what you're saying. Okay. Like, I'm gonna um, say even like the in... Iron Man armor suit, like, did cost a million dollars, and that shit is like, fucking tech and right. They give a reason, like in Age of Ultron, why Vision even had a cape. He he just was born, you know, and he looks over and Thor's got a cape, and he's like, hmm, I'll take a cape, and he just makes a cape. Oh, I know. I did like that. That was. Pretty I funny. liked it. Yeah. So the second thing that I was super stoked about was Spider-Man Far From Home. Yes. Because a couple reasons. One, we didn't know how they were going to be marketing this and trailers coming out because it could potentially spoil things that are going to come out with the new uh, Avengers Endgame. 
it doesn't but i think it does but then it it's where is this play it makes brings more questions than it actually answers is this going to be wherever they got zapped and they're in like a whole nother universe and they don't even know it is this straight up i just think i think it happens before infinity war I think it I, there's a, there's a huge time gap in between yeah, just makes... Homecoming and Infinity War, right? Because in Homecoming he wasn't even Spider Man yet, and he had already been in Civil War as Spider Man. So like the things that are happening so during those movies Thor were already ahead of the Spider Man movies. So there's time that very yeah, well could for a movie to happen in between Infinity War during and, the whole yeah. uh, Thor Ragnarok uh, yeah. movie. Basically, yeah. this could have all been happening. Yep. Because as soon as Thor Ragnarok stops. That's when Infinity War began. Right, because that's when Thanos shows, shows up. Shows up and beat them up. Yep. That would be cool. So, so that's what Maybe. I... That would, that would then take away any right. sort of spoilers. Right. But I also feel like it's not... But I, I don't, We don't know. Marvel's doing a hell of a good job to keeping things spoiler-free, which is excellent and amazing. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that they put the fishbowl on Jake. They did, and it looked awesome. Yeah, Mysterio looked like Mysterio. <laughs> it's so good. Oh yeah, right. Oh, hot Mysterio. My, I add, <laughs> holy cow. <laughs> One of the things I also when well, we're already talking. There is kind of a theme going now with the costume. Looking at my predictions for this movie, is Mysterio is a person that has heard about all these Avengers things going on, and he wants to, and he's got light and you know industrial magic type you know s- stuff that he's trying to make. These bad guys who they call the Elementals, mm-hmm. which is based on some Marvel property uh, yeah. characters. They're actual, they're I'm thinking, separate entities, though. Yes. I'm thinking that these are all light and, and magic show stuff to make uh, Mysterio look like the hero. Oh, Just so yeah. happens nice. Spider-Man is here, takes the limelight, yeah. and that causes like a rift. That's what I think, too. But if you look at uh, Mysterio's outfit, there's some looking like he's got some like Iron Man gauntlets. It looks like he's got like the couple uh, spots like Thor has on his chest. It looks like it's got some pulling from different Avengers people mm-hmm. that I'm like, this goes even more into it. He wants to be a hero, and he's going to somehow get burned by Spider-Man. Now, with that being said, and most people think that's exactly how it's going to happen, I also don't <laughs> think that these are straight up just like you know light and sound effects because there was a spot where Spider-Man totally got... Uh, blown away by like this water th- person and they're calling them elementals but two big spider-man foes was hydro man and sandman mm-hmm. and and a big thing that has always happened with the spider-man movies is there's usually always been three bad guys god i hope they don't thank god homecoming that. got rid of that but i would be okay if secretly they've been just uh saying these are the elementals these are elementals and then when you actually watch the movie you're like holy shit this is sandman and hydro man they don't even need to have like a huge thing but then you have two other huge villains in this movie that people weren't expecting because they're like well they knocked us over the head telling us that they're these guys it is these guys and most people are then thinking it's no guys it's just lights and yeah and magic uh, smoke and mysterious stuff so those are my big thoughts on it those yeah i'm hyped on it yeah it's it's not what i was even thinking too because far from home i legit was thinking they are trying to get back to our universe Oh, Not that it's a, a trip to Europe. Europe. Yeah. Which I like because it totally plays into the fact that he's a high school student, right? And, and is this a summer trip or something? Yeah, it's a well, tri- yeah, it's school, a school trip. trip. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Spring he's break. There with Spring people break. from sure. school. I forgot Aunt May knows that it's Peter. So yeah. she's like, you forgot the suit. It's like, 
What? It's, oh, yeah, that's right. She does, which is also a kind of cool dynamic. Yeah. Than having to keep it hidden from every single person. Makes more sense that your guardian would know no. you're right? being a superhero. And there's a lot of iterations of Spider-Man where Aunt May does know Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spider-Man. Right. So. And she just didn't say anything for a long time. Yeah. Um, so at least, and now he's got, he's got some unusual support uh, system going where it may can help him with things. Yeah. I will say this too. I originally, after seeing the first Spider-Man, was very not a fan of a Flash, and it, it sounds weird, but because I was expecting the muscular jock type person that that Flash uh, Thompson always was mm-hmm. to Peter, because he's always loved Spider-Man but always hated Peter, not ever realizing it's the same person. Right. And that dynamic has always been great with Flash as a character. So when uh, they had this younger uh, kid playing him now i'm like he's not jockish looking at all but there can be bullies in all forms and that's the yeah. big thing that i now realize <laughs> like it's dickwad like there i mean <laughs> you know they call it the napoleon complex right short tiny little men who get inferiority complexes and which is end up real mean which is a label that doesn't really make any sense or fit napoleon no because he wasn't short or anything like that he was he, just he was average yeah he wasn't Average for his time, probably this is short. The weird thing that yeah, yeah. Stop taking away our fakeness of things, Charles. First comic book covers, now Napoleon. <laughs> <clears throat> but yes, I really enjoyed that uh, small scene at the end of the trailer, and it really sold me now on this Flash and this world of characters that aren't exactly the same. The MJ is not the really Mary Jane, but she's also not Mary Jane. She's yeah. just another girl named MJ, and this is the MCU version. Right. I'm totally over all the hang-ups that I had on the first yeah. one. So, I'm totally excited about that. Marvel's just teaching us that change is good. Oh, yeah. And, and the, they've been doing it since the beginning, and they had a much harder time passing off stuff back then than they do now. Now people are like, oh! And then the next day they're like, oh, alright, it's fine. <laughs> Disney started with uh, Frozen. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> I have let it go. Good advice. Good advice. Uh, last thing, and before we get into books, and this is what I am most excited about, because I had no fucking clue. I know you had no clue about the thing you're talking about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did what? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Lens, tell me how you could have ever predicted we were having a new Ghostbusters movie. Jason Reitman's been talking about wanting to do one for a long time. Wanting to do one. Well. I mean. And having full-on production, like, starting this summer, like, it's already been set. We have people that are casted. Yeah. That's a kind of big secret. Now, I will say, I had heard rumors. Um, I know uh, um, Ernie Hudson mm-hmm. was talking about great things to come when he's always going around to Comic-Cons uh, with the Ecto-1 and everything. Which I'm like, Really? Like, I've been hearing you say that for a while, and then we got the girl Ghostbusters, and they weren't in it, so The what? woman Ghostbusters. Girl, woman, okay, girl, woman, <laughs> semantics. Represent. <laughs> Respect. And also, Dan Aykroyd, it sounded like he was talking about one, too, so we've heard these things, but to have it come out of nowhere... Right. ...in a trailer to drop, like, the next day, or teaser trailer, was so, like, my... my eight-year-old self was like holy shit we're getting the ghostbusters that we've wanted to get no offense against the woman one but it was not (laughs) 
a great Ghostbusters movie. I enjoyed in it fact, a lot, actually. They ignored the other yeah. Ghostbusters mm-hmm. movie. Like, they just totally didn't have... They you tried know, to play, uh, what's it called, pay homage or tribute yeah. to, like, in the movie. They but it was, a different, it was a different universe. Face and, and then Dan Aykroyd was a cab driver. Bill Murray, they killed Bill Murray. I'm sorry. When you kill Bill Murray, that's not that's not a, a nice gesture. <laughs> it's just... He signed mean. up for it. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> did, he, did he? He signed up Bill, for it. Bill, we need you. <laughs> How much? I mean, I just want to, to establish it. that... Even though they had cameos of those people, and we knew who that is, this universe yeah, yeah, yeah. had no tie-in right. to the other one. Yeah, it it's as if the other ones didn't... Yeah, Reboot movie. It is. It didn't yeah. exist. Trying to use... So, right. when we have a star, and probably some other ones grumbling, that this new movie is going to have nothing to do with the all-female Ghostbusters cast... Makes you think it's a reaction to that movie coming out, but possibly, and... It's just, it's not that... Worlds, it's not set in that world. There's no tie-ins to it. This is going to be a continuation from the two movies that were made in the 80s. That happened in the 80s in real-world time. This is now set in our time. Who knows what happened in between. But obviously something happened where they're not the Ghostbusters anymore or something's going on because that teaser trailer well, is showing... Is dead. I just, I just <laughs> wanted it on record that they could make all these movies tie together with a multiverse. And Which makes... Ghostbusters more interesting. IDW has done that actually uh, two years ago when the female Ghostbusters came out they had uh, I think it was called Ghostbusters Universe uh, where they kind of through the portal um, of the um, what the fuck their uh, ectoplasmic chamber made some portals to where they were able to go to other universes with other Ghostbusters and they are fighting big bad demons. It was also part of where they had a Ninja Turtles crossover which was kind of sweet. I just imagine they could do whatever they want. It was like a oh, dog yeah, yeah. Ghostbuster. Like yeah. Some kind of gerbil Ghostbuster or something. Well, when, when you got like, you know, President some of the smartest like scientists ever capturing ghosts, anything's possible. Someone's going to have a dog that can talk. Why not? <laughs> and play basketball and soccer. And... So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just uh, already... Uh, Jason Reitman being the son of Ivan Reitman, who did the first ones, this is, it's all in the family. It's going to be great. Uh, they haven't for sure said who's going to be in, but you know the other people are going to be in. They're trying to, like, slowly come out with news of, you know, this and that. Like, they've just dropped this to where most people are like, holy shit, this is a thing. You know, we don't want to lose the focus on and the traction of all the surprises. Right. I, when, when I watched the trailer, I got goose pimples. I was so excited. The sounds that they used and stuff, you just know what's coming. I mean, I knew it was a Ghostbusters trailer, but yeah. it was so exciting. Well, that's that that uh, that little overture, that do-do-do. That eerie. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I'm excited. Yeah. Let's get into books now. Okay. Um, so, I read two of them. Two? Yes, two for the price of one. That's what you get with this podcast. We're giving you the deals that no one else can. Or less if other people do more reviews, but who's to say? Uh, first one I want to get into is Black Widow number one. This was also a twofer where there's two different stories in it. And I read it for... I'm just going to say two reasons and kind of keep going on this track. One... Black Widow is not my favoritist of the Avengers Your people. Favoritist? Yes. Okay. We'll, re- we'll talk about that later. <laughs> and. It's not the worst word he's ever used. Worstest. <laughs> yeah. 
she also like I've don't have because she's not my favorite. I don't know so much about her, so I want to read some stories to get a little bit more. Besides the plethora of knowing the Red Room and you know an assassin and spy and all these mm-hmm. other things that general knowledge of her and the two stories in here. The first one it had Captain America, which I got back on to a Captain America type train like a year ago where I was never really a Cap fan either. Like, I just felt... Part of the reason why I don't like Superman, just being too good all the time, I feel like that is not... It's a good ideal to hold up to, but as a character, you know exactly what they're going to be like doing. He doesn't the Boy Scout characters. He doesn't realize that the um, the serum... I like whatever, the anti-hero. It, uh, it affects both his brain and his body, so he is, he's a quick thinker as well, so... Well, I, I know plenty of things about Captain America. It's just, I'm just saying, like... Mm, so it into a I always person. feel like if uh, you have the chance to kill the Joker to save 20 million lives or not, you got to kill your bad guy. And I'm mm. using Batman too because he's also one of them that's annoying because he didn't get married, but still. No sacrifices uh, for the greater good. None. Mm-mm. Not like that. No life is worth sacrificing for the greater good. So you wouldn't kill baby Hitler? I'm sorry. Can't do it. You'd just raise baby Hitler. I would in a break his way. bones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I've seen that already baby with bones are Go, Cosmic Ghost Rider is doing the same thing with Thanos, you and go, he just turned him into a giant Punisher you go by back, not killing him. You go back to when Hitler was in college, and you encourage his art. You go, <laughs> okay, you go back to baby Hitler, and you carve into his forehead, do not listen to this man. <laughs> oh, God. In German, of course. You know. <laughs> and then he starts saying everything opposite. He becomes Bizarro Hitler. <laughs> All right, sorry. Um, That's grotesque. Yeah. I would never do anything like that, ever. Um, just ever. That's really off, off the Hitler uh, yeah. thing yes. because it has nothing to do with because Captain about. America <laughs> actually fought <laughs> him. Yeah. Uh, so we also uh, what I thought was uh, Stevel was not actually him because we have evil Steve from Secret Empire. Right. But this seemed like more of an imposter Captain America because there's a little bit of a fight there, and there was a little bit of um, Natasha infiltrating and getting the weapons. Okay, but I also felt this was less of a Black Widow story. I enjoyed it for the Captain America part, but I'm like, I picked this up for Black Widow. So we get into the second story where she's going uh, in disguise. She kind of is given some backstory of how she was actually killed in Secret Empire from the evil Steve. Steve-el. Yes, and how she's now come back and how she's just trying to blend in. And you see her put on a disguise where it doesn't look like her, and that's part of her... You know, superpowers, like being able to be a first-class spy and able to take a flight with no one noticing who you are. And she goes to Madripoor, which is where the excitement and the fun gets, and this is where you get more into her character. This is the type of story that I wanted, and I'm actually cool with the other one, but I feel this one should have came first to really pull you into who she is. Mm -hmm. And then had, because this also is the to-be-continued part, where the other one was kind of just a a fun, hey, this is me and Captain America team-up. Uh... Like I said, both stories were great in their own parts. I'm definitely going to continue reading this to learn a little bit more about Black Widow. And uh, I think other people should, too. Nice. The second book is the same book that you're going to review. so Yeah, so uh, The Batman Who Laughs number two came out. And we ended the review of The Batman Who Laughs number one with a disagreement. I know, I, re- I thought of it when I was reading it. I go, oh, <laughs> shit, we... we... <laughs> Um, and the disagreement was because at the at the end of it, uh, Joker gets killed or 
opened up, basically. And the whole idea of the Batman who laughs is that he kills the Joker, and when you kill the Joker, whatever's making him the Joker escapes and infects whoever kills him. So then, Pretty much the Joker has so many different like uh, venoms and gases that when he makes other people like turn into that catatonic state of smiling and laughing all the time, well, he's got one... Like pretty much a pacemaker put in his heart that when his heart stops, it will like release out of his mouth and his body and whoever killed him is kind of like the last laugh. Like, hi, you're going to now turn into me. This is like the most potent of the ones to not make you catatonic or anything. It's just pretty much going to turn you into a... Never tested. Myonic, yeah. Well, Well, that's where the Batman who laughs comes from. So at the end of issue one, you see this happening and you see Batman getting infected. And Tony was thinking this was the Batman who laughs origin story. Yeah, because there's no way that the real world. And I said, no, it's not. This is what's happening in this world right now. And Mm. I was. Let it go. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Listen to Charles. Let it go, Liz, before you even start. I was was right. It is the current time. I know. I yeah. was I was like, holy shit. And the rest Typical of the book movie. was just amazing. What The first uh, opening page where it talks about the heart is the happiness of places. And yeah. it's like, yeah, you always hear that. But then, like, the real-life science behind it and when it gets into, you know, when Bruce is, was uh, with the, his parents before they got shot mm-hmm. and how science. the heart was is a big... Fuck you, Charles. <laughs> the heart is a big place where it's, you know, where most people feel vulnerable and they clutch it, where really they're more vulnerable in the throat and other vital organs, and that's where I attack, too. And then I'm like, oh, I know whose perspective this is. This is uh, definitely the Batman who who laughs. Well, you can tell because the 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 speech bubbles and the the text is in red. Yeah. And that's how you know that it's the Batman who laughs that's talking. Um, but... It starts with them trying to save the Joker. So they're trying to sew him back up. And I, I loved Alfred's whole demeanor I know. In he this. was like, just let him die, dude. And, <laughs> it and wouldn't Batman, be your fault. Yeah, and Batman's the big, <laughs> I can't let anyone die. I can't kill anyone. So, like, Alfred even, like, maneuvers semantically in that way, too. Well, we could, like, just let him have no oxygen for, like, three minutes, and it will totally brain make him brain dead. Then we'll resusc- resuscitate him, and then he you will then... It happens every podcast. There's new words. Him trying not to kill people and stuff. Well, bats, you shouldn't yeah. be kicking people in the face because, I mean, that's going to... Yeah. You could actually kill somebody. Like, yeah. Oh, the, the money damage that Batman actually does with just running people over and everything. <laughs> He's killed many of people. Yeah. Which is funny. Non-lethally, but... He in, is trying to resuscitate his worst villain, right? In, his best villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In this mm-hmm. comic, they actually talk about people getting, like, insurance. Like, Batman insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Batsurance. Yeah. Wait, bat well, yeah, they yeah. talked about it, and there's the car commercial. Like, <laughs> yep. just driving. I That part I thought was yep. really hilarious, too. Yep. Um, it doesn't... So I thought they were going to get more into the um, the other Bat... Punish, punish. The Grim Bat? Yeah. The Grim Knight? Grim Knight. Because mm-hmm. they, they even mention him in this, and the whole front of the book, meant, I thought, had mentioned it, but they really did And I thought it was going to be as well. I do know that they're doing, like, a one-shot of this, like, miniseries of on him. Yeah. But I would think that he'd have a little bit more of a... He's only kind of shown up twice and just kicked ass, and that right. was it. You don't know anything about him. And I guess maybe that's because they already have this planned, mm-hmm. was the whole point of it, is this mysterious Batman that you don't know who it is. 
Um, guessing it's probably Jason Todd or something, not really Batman. Sure. Actually, that would make more sense with him killing killing everybody. Actually, no, because the Joker, the Batman who laughs, actually said this is the Batman who picked up the gun oh, in the after, alleyway. Yeah. The Bruce and speaking of Bruce's, the whole this picked whole up the thing gun in the alleyway. At when after his, his dead, the parents got yeah, yeah. and so then it, shot Joe Chill, yeah. and then that's his timeline of where this Bruce then turned into this killer, pun- well, basically Punisher Batman, basically hmm. is kind of what he's like, mm-hmm. a beefy Punisher Batman. Someone's gonna get sued. Um, but yeah, this whole book is about. So in the first book, there was a dead Bruce Wayne that wasn't this universe's Bruce Wayne, and in this book, two more dead Bruce Wayne's show up and one of them just falls out of the sky and they figure that it's the alternate universe Bruce Wayne's and they're just entering our universe from wherever they were in their universe so the Batman who laughs is who is orchestrating all this is pulling them out of their timeline and just pulling them out and like this one happened to be in a blimp or something when he pulled him out of his timeline and he just plummeted straight to the ground and died he was alive he was Falling. he was alive when he pulled him out and he hit the ground and died. Well, he hit a car and died because he was <laughs> from because they even he fell further than any of the buildings in the area. Oh, okay, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> but you find out later in the book that all of the Bruce Waynes that the that the Batman who laughs is pulling through are all better versions of Bruce. They're like happy versions of Bruce Wayne. Oh. They're doing good for their world. And he's killing all of these ones. And basically like, I, you're... We call him the miserable yeah, Batman. Yeah, he's the worst. Basically, he's the worst one. <laughs> our, our Bruce Wayne is the worst Batman, the worst Bruce Wayne in the entire multiverse. He's the most unhappiest. Maybe if he got married, that would have... I, I literally <laughs> thought that in my head. He'd be happy if he was married. The whole reason, but, but see, but it ties into that because the whole reason Catwoman didn't marry him. Well, it's because he's a whiny little. Because she didn't want to make him happy because if he's happy, he's not Batman, which is fucked up. Theoretically. Yeah. I mean. That's, I mean, we've all kind of determined that that's this She pretty much way. saved him from being taken out of the universe yeah. and dropped from a blimp or something. Right, exactly. She, she saved, saved his him. life. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, uh-huh. get back behind it. She's doing good for her community. <laughs> Oh, um, I loved I loved when him and uh, the Batman who laughs were fighting, especially because all throughout the Dark Knight's medals, when he's fighting Batman, they know his sure. style, who he is. But this one in particular, because this one became full fledged Batman mm-hmm. up until turning into the Joker, right? So he has all those moves, and when he's talking about, I had to come up with my own uh, style, and it looked like his eyes, because he's going through the. Mm-hmm. Uh, the venom going through him to turn in the Joker, like kind of bulged out, almost like crazy style or whatever. And Alfred calls it a, a bam pow, which to me brought up old Batman, like sure. the moves and everything. And I'm just thinking, if I see a little panel of that, it would have made me so happy. I know it's a little bit more serious book, so in some comic books they will do the sound effects like that, and not really in this right. one. But that's what I was pulling from that yeah. as well. Oh, for sure. That I that has it's. A, I mean, it's Scott Snyder's writing this, so of course he's making pullbacks from old stuff. But it's so far very intriguing. I I mean, the the Batman who laughs is definitely they've written him as a character that's like the ultimate foe for Batman because he's more so than Joker. Crazy Batman, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's gonna be really interesting. They're pulling in um, James Gordon the son 
Yeah, I don't really know where he fits in with the yeah. whole mythos of all this stuff. Now, granted, I've read a lot of Batman this past couple years up until a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I yeah, I don't really remember him coming up in the new continuity, Mm-mm. the new so. rebirth. So, little, I'll have to start doing some research on him, but... Right. I'm it's intrigued. Good. I'm still good. Yeah. Good book. I, he's this is the the one of the best new characters they've created, one of the best villains they've ever created for Batman in a long time. So I'm excited that they're going through this whole thing. Came out of that one mini series that was maybe just supposed to end, but this this character I like it when they realize a character is so popular that they just need to keep going with it. Cause, you know well, what? I mean, a lot of these places they have their summer retreats. And they have stuff planned out to eight, nine months or until the next year when they do their retreats of what's going to be going on. Sure, there are things that will come up throughout the year that, like, we got to change trajectory right. on this. But for the most part, they have a year's or at least six months going on out of what the books are. And this is probably one of those things sure. where they're just, like, calling everyone else up. We still got a couple months till we're doing this, but we need to get on this right away. Mm-hmm. And they realize that. Super good. Oh, one of the things I, I'd heard from, speaking of the summer retreats, are you done with this review? Yeah. Okay. It's good. Was Marvel had, and of course they had it all set, but one one of their big things that they knew in all the seeds that they were setting up for the Colossus and Kitty Pride type mm. marriage, that they just knew it wasn't going to happen. They knew the whole thing was supposed to be so that Gambit and Rogue could get married. And cool, awesome that you guys knew that. Again, don't fuck with us readers. I mean, if it was something else, maybe some other character that we're like we didn't care about the wedding anyways and oh gambit and rogue finally got married awesome i think that in order for gambit to be put and i'm totally inferring because he's a fictional character but (laughs) in order for gambit to get into that romantic mood where he would even consider getting married it has to be somebody close to them right yeah he's not gonna he's not gonna be put in an amorous i want to live with this person for the rest of my life sort of mood if he's just watching like you know, some ancillary X-Men character get married. So, I think it probably needed to be somebody important, and it sucks, but you know, it, it the turnout was better than the Batman one. Somebody got married. It just wasn't Colossus and Kitty. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Kevin Feige is uh, just talking a lot. Uh, this was actually two weeks ago that the report came out, but since we didn't really record then, about how excited he are is for new characters coming over from Fox to Marvel. And through that, we had heard some desire from um, Adam McKay saying that he wants to do a Silver Surfer movie and that they've been in talks. And then when the report it's came out that they've Will been in Ferrell talks... Will be the Silver Surfer? Fuck that. That's, <laughs> we need a serious Silver Surfer. <laughs> a super serious Silver Surfer. That's the title of the movie. Not starring Will Ferrell. And <laughs> that's one of the characters that I feel they wouldn't do, but they should. And with all the talk of after when Phase 4 starts, stuff being more cosmic-centric, I could see this being one of the big things. As well as, he doesn't need to be introduced through Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four can do their own thing. Hell, they could do interdimensional style where they come to this universe from a different universe and they're just here visiting so we don't need to get their origin at all and Doom comes on through and that's why they haven't been here the entire time all I know is shit's gonna get real once the acquisition is completed yeah 
Uh, New Mutants is stuck in acquisition hell, I think, because that got pushed back again. Oh, the again. movie? Yeah. Right. It was supposed to come out next month, and now it's coming out in August, and they're saying it might just come out on Hulu. Wow. Yeah. Is that bad? <laughs> I think it's stuck in... I think that, and it's stuck in, like... Uh, Disney doesn't want it, but Fox is like, I don't, we don't want it either. <laughs> I almost think though, but I mean, it's, if it's completed, I guess you don't necessarily want, you know, bombs. Like yeah. you don't want to be like, oh, we, we produced it, but you didn't really produce it. You just released it. Right. That I think even if they got a couple ticket sales, that's still free money right. from a production that's already been made. But then again, too, if they still need to do reshoots and then that's more money they put forward to it, are they going to get it back? I'm very curious as to see all the cuts I now. I totally want to see it. Because... Even if they were terrible, we watch terrible movies. Fuck, we just might watch the newest terrible movie ever because this is going to be so bad, Charles. Like, just... I thought when they first released the trailer when it was originally supposed to come out that it looked pretty good. I had no problems with it being like a weird X-Men horror movie. I thought it looked pretty sweet. But apparently, focus groups did not. <laughs> I wonder who they showed it to. I don't think it was comic book fans or maybe it was diehard comic book fans and that was the problem a lot of movies that have failed at the box office has have um you know mm -hmm. what, what do you call it uh gone through like the test of time or whatever sure um and become like cult classics you know yeah labyrinth did terrible that's exactly yeah yeah, yeah it did horrible but yep. look at it it's it's fantastic. Uh, yeah. So definitely a classic. You know, the focus group thing w can be compared to it being released in the theater. Right. 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 So you know, I don't. I never listen to what no. the popular opinion is. Oh, me neither. I hate the popular opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Except for when it's right, and then I'm mad I didn't listen to it. That's true. Um, George Perez is retiring, Tony. Oh yeah, that was something I read. That first I saw saw something about George Perez. I'm like, most of the times. We only hear deaths. Right. It's been a while since I've heard, like, anyone in the industry is... I think most of them, if they do retire, they just kind of slowly... Either they've been slowly less doing books, in which mm -hmm. case it's not newsworthy. Any, anyways, I was, like, freaking out, like, holy shit, another legend has died, but... No, he's just retiring. Yeah. He's he's He does have health problems, and I think the biggest thing is is that he, he's having issues with his eyesight. So it's hard to draw comics if you can't really see what you're doing so he's not even going to be doing commissions anymore it's Get just lazy bro I'm done you. well I, you know he's <laughs> old so i don't even know that it's at that point yeah, yet probably not. but i idea. crisis on infinite earths that he did with marv wolfman one of my best my most favorite comic stories ever um and he did a he did a book a couple years ago called sirens which was super weird and very George Perezzi art style, because uh, his art style is very specific to him. Um, if you think about '80s superheroes and mm -hmm. their looks, that's oh. totally George Perez. That's mm. his style. Um, so I mean, it sucks that he won't be putting out new stuff. But I'm glad that he's he's getting out of the game before it's like, well, now he's just dead. You know, he can he can enjoy retirement. Most comic legends just die while they're still doing work. Unfortunately, <laughs> they burn just, out, fade they, away, retire, death. Yeah, well, they do it because, especially these older guys, because of the in, the way the industry was when they started, they didn't have, they didn't, you know, they don't have rights to their characters. Mm -hmm. They don't have, they didn't have a union that offered them like any sort of 
benefits or anything like that. So they pretty much have to work until they die because they don't have any support system behind Stuff them. Saved up. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but no, it's, it's, it'll be sad. We'll never get to see him at a con again, but. Like, yeah. Yes. He should, if he's I mean, going. Stan Lee was retired and still kind of would come out. I mean, as yeah. long as his health is. He was, Stanley was never really retired, though. That's, yeah, that's true. He was, uh, he was always working. Yeah, he was always on. He always, he was always Stanley. Because, I mean, he's not, his name isn't Stanley. <laughs> but he was always Stanley. So. So you guys have done the 10 year challenge on Facebook? I did. No, I refuse. I did. I look better now than I, I did 10 years at me ago. So. <laughs> hey, everybody, remember that time that I looked better than I look now? I had thought about doing that with, but we're not 10 years, but just our first logo and our oh, now same logo. Isn't it just the same? Doing yeah. something stupid. But yeah. there's been a lot of great funny ones as well. Uh, I saw one uh, with uh, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen and uh, Hillary Clinton and Hanson, who look like, Hanson looks like now or something oh, 10 years later. Yeah. Uh, there was a couple different, uh, you know, just random ones that come to mind. Deadpool movie. So this isn't Ryan Reynolds, which most things Ryan Reynolds, it would be, but did one for Logan <laughs> and for Colossus. Oh, I like the trash can one. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. I just got me in the feels a bit there for the for the Logan oh, one I there know. with the. I always forget about that movie. It was so good. It was really good. <laughs> what else you got, Linz? Um. Oh. You guys can win a walk. More, this is more specifically for me, but anybody can ent- enter this. You can win a walk-on role in the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Ooh. Careful treading there. I love Kevin Smith a lot. <laughs> um, I do. Uh, but I'm not going to enter this because this is directly linked to his new Weight Watchers ambassador role. And the walk-on role is directly connected to if you are in the Weight Watchers program. Yeah, you have to take, like, a selfie of yourself with your Weight Watchers app and your points, or I don't know how Weight Watchers work. Well, I find that... Someone's making money. Yeah. Well, oh, I don't, yeah. Well, I don't even care about that, though. I like, though, that it's for those people that are actually trying to lose weight, though. So, it like, instead of a pool of, like, millions, it's a mm. pool of maybe only 10 that actually are following their net New Year's resolution. So... Yeah. Is this their way of trying to cast plus size people without saying it, or? I don't know. I mean, you know, he's lost a, a shit ton of weight, mm-hmm. and since he's lost a shit ton of weight, he's been made a Weight Watchers ambassador, which to me is weird because he's not he he didn't use Weight Watchers to lose weight. He just ate potatoes for like two months straight and then became a vegan. <laughs> but uh, I, who knows? It's just a weird marketing. I saw the 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 title of the article and I was like, oh, I could be on Jane Silent Bob reboot. And then I read it and I was like, no, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I love you a lot, Kevin Smith, but I'm not gonna put that sort of effort into being in your movie. <laughs> but I guess if you're part of the Weight Watchers program, go be on a Kevin Smith movie. I don't know. And if you heard it from us, uh, <laughs> you can let come us be know. on an episode of Drunk on Comics. Yeah, come talk to us about it. <laughs> Much easier to get on this show than it is on a Kevin Smith movie. You just gotta ask, really. <laughs> and, and, be willing to walk inside Tony's house. 
which is probably the more important one. It's getting better. <laughs> That's where you need to tread soft. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um. So one of the things I'm hoping you're still picking up the X books, right? Um. I was reading X Men Red. I haven't gotten any of the recent ones. Okay, well, there's a new event uh, ish uh, story, okay. Major X. And uh, Major X is this the it's a yeah six issue mini, yeah yeah I want you to pick that up because I don't know if I necessarily will but I kind of I'm digging the design but I'm not I mean not enough pouches but I mean he looks like this is straight up a Rob Liefeld design yeah. it's like a combination of like Deadpool and Cyclops and Judge Dredd oh yeah Judge yeah. Dredd too got a judge dread helmet going on i mean i, I did feel really deadpoolish like he's really pulling in that color scheme yeah. there i'm hoping you're picking it up because i can't pick up I'll more check, books i'll check it out we'll see we'll see at least let me know if it's worthy of me picking yeah, it up yeah there we go um last thing that i really have is toys okay you know that i i love toys you do. and once again, toys kind of ruin, reveal some things that are going on in movies. Okay. And you'll never guess which movie it is this time. Uh, Same one that we keep talking about. Avengers Endgame. Oh. We have some more toys that are spoiling what the movie is. Uh, we have, for the official release of some of these, you see Thor Spoiler in what alert. looks like a quantum uh, realm type uh, suit, so we okay. know they're going in there, which means they're going in there for time travel, which means there's going to be time travel shenanigans. Uh, we have uh, other pictures of Thanos. Ooh. Was that not something you've thought of or heard of? What, the time have. travel? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, no, I just oh, assumed look, with Ant-Man like, being there that that was... And the, him. This makes me think why they have the Spider-Man movie coming out now instead of, you know, before the um, Infinity War. It's not coming out before. No, 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 no. You're right. No, I mean the new Spider-Man Home or Far From Home is oh is set coming in out. the time. Yeah, doesn't that make you think a little bit? Maybe the someone's gonna show up in it, and then there's gonna be a reason for them to show up because of the time travel or something. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. I don't think it's gonna be that tied in as some of these other ones are, just because they already have everything shot. But I like where you're thinking, Charles. Okay, there you go. He loves yeah. time travel. I so. don't. <laughs> um, we have have some new uh, Thanos uh, looking is armor. Is it Ghost Thanos? <laughs> no, ghost. it's. I wish it was Ghost Thanos. What's Ghost Thanos? He's in the he's in the little stupid ghost realm or whatever soul 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 realm. Oh, hmm. <laughs> no, that's not what this one uh, looks like. But no. uh, we're seeing other ones in their different uh, armors from different movies, which then kind of goes to well, if they're reintroducing that suit. Mm. from the era and this person already upgraded their suit why would they go back and other time travel stuff so um in the end some of these toys actually look pretty sweet so i will not be getting them for my nephew at all <laughs> you're gonna be buying them for yourself uh, yeah so i should say not for me but yeah yeah, yeah for that's, your yeah that's yeah. So that's, I think that's should be your your thing going forward is instead of keeping all the toys for yourself in your hoarder house you should just turn Matt's house into the hoarder house and you can just go over and play with the toys whenever you want. Under the guise of, you're the best, Uncle Tony. Thanks for playing with me. Linz, that is not a decision that I had previously made <laughs> last summer when thinking about some shit that I was buying then. <laughs> wink, wink, <laughs> nudge, nudge. 
I got nothing else news wise. All right. Well, you also got booze in the book. I do. Though. So, oh, I don't know, like months ago, I think. I don't. Time works weird in our podcast. I can't remember when I reviewed things anymore. But I reviewed a book called Lucy Dreaming. God, that was last week, Lynn. It was not last week. <laughs> we weren't. We didn't even record last week. Um, Where were you, Lynn? <laughs> we recorded. <laughs> well, that's your fault. Somehow, um, it's about this girl Lucy who, when she dreams, she gets inserted into the dream. Like not like. Lucid dreaming, right? Ah, um, <laughs> but geez. but it's like a reality. So so her parents are mad scientists, and they were they were testing the connection between uh, alternate universes as the realms where ideas come from and the source or the ideas in our world. So they found this barrier that they broke, and they were pregnant at the time. So their daughter ended up with these weird powers, where when she dreams, she gets inserted into this alternate universe which is where the idea for things in our world come from. So there's like a Star Wars type one, there's like a Hunger Games type one that she ends up in. That sounds kind of fun, I guess. It was, it was a cute... It means you could do a lot of things, but also yeah. get sued by a lot of things, too. They do it... They're very smart in the way they do it, though. I would say lightsaber, laser sword. Well, <laughs> they're, they're, it's it's homage enough to the original property that you know what they're pulling from, but it's, it's not even... it's. Just barely. Yeah. So it ties in, and you can figure out what they're referring to, but none of it actually refers to anything that happened in any of the original properties. Um, it's a good, fun book. It actually ends up turning into this very much woman's empowerment sort of story where mm. her friend... Which is trending now. Yeah. Her friend, uh, who is a boy, also has the same power because their parents are, were friends and were working on the same project together. Oh, that's cool. Um, and he ends up being the dark side oh, of this mm. and trying to take over the world Her using this power. Mm. <laughs> and she is the hero of the story, and she's able to pull like all the different versions of herself from these different stories to fight him. And it is very much a women will save the world sort of cool. story, which cool. I can always get behind. As long as they're flawed, as long as the heroes are flawed, yeah. I mean, I can appreciate like. Like you were saying, um, the Captain America thing. A person that does everything like perfectly or something like never makes any mistakes or whatever. It does bother me nowadays in movies like Tomb Raider, for instance, right? Um, when the, she's like a flawless. She doesn't make any mistakes or anything like that. I don't like those kind of heroes. I do like, oops. Well, you know. it, real life, like I've made mistakes in my life. Oh, like, you got shot in the arm? Well, that's realistic. I like that. I mean, I'm not looking for realism. I'm looking for <laughs> yeah. a person that can be taken down by, you know, their own mistakes or something like that. I also want to add with the Lucy thing, I, it bothers the crap out of me when um, names of people m have meaning. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Like, that just bothers me. And I really dislike when that happens. <laughs> what was the drink that you just paired it with? Joe Everyman. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm pairing this with a drink I actually had the other day. It's called the Cruzan Confusion. And... It's not because this book is confusing or anything, but the drink is you take, Cruzan is rum and you, it's flavored rum and you can, and the drink I had was just all of the flavors of that rum mixed together with some pineapple juice. So oh. good. But basically it's, you take all these different versions of the same thing and mix them together and it's mm. delicious. And that's mm. kind of the way this book ends is she takes all the different versions of herself, puts them all together and kicks this boy's ass. 
the spoiler the alert. best part of this though is she before he turns bad she um tells him that she likes him and wants to make out with his face she's like a 13 year old girl so they face. make out for like five hours or some crap like that and then he turns bad and she spends the whole rest that's of why the he bo- turns bad it's- blue balls <laughs> she was like she was she's basically He's like i hate this world yeah. yep that's that's kind of so what- angry <laughs> just touch it just touch it a little uh, but the so the scene where they have all the different Lucys coming through, mm-hmm. they yeah. have a Princess Peach. I'm pretty sure that's Jean. They, oh, that's for sure. Yeah, they have a, a Mary Poppins sort of character. Yeah, Just a, it was. I think there's a Chun. Is it Chun Li from yep. Street Fighter? Yep. So I thought that was kind of cool because you can tell who they're supposed to be and. They're just different enough that they're not going to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a cute book. I enjoyed reading it. It was from Boom. I think it was one of their Boombox oh, titles. Awesome. So. All right. Well, that does it, Lucy. kids. <laughs> Any last uh, partying uh, words? No. Do you? No, I was waiting for Charles to say no. It looked like he was thinking. Uh, yeah, I was going to bring up um, this comic that I, I haven't jumped into, but I thought it was interesting looking. Um, it's uh, Time Mason, Albert Einstein. Oh. Have you seen this? Mm-mm. I guess he, he, he's like, it's like Albert Einstein's the main character running around. Um, and he uh, the, the, the comic book I was just looking at had him like pairing up with Billy the Kid. What do you guys think about like taking... Uh, like You remember Abraham Lincoln... Vampire, Vampire Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. What do you guys think about those weird sort of well, take somebody? Let's say JFK. Let's take him and we'll make him a zombie. Give, give him super. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> They've done this in books before. And I feel like the Manhattan Project was kind of a book that was kind of like that, where they would take people that weren't necessarily actually involved in the Manhattan Project and put them all together. Um, and there was a book I read recently where it was a. Uh, it took place in a time where in Paris, all these hubs to different realities and times opened up and dinosaurs could come through and exist. And Edgar Allan Poe was the villain of the thing. Wow. He'd come through and he was just the villain of the book and stuff like that. I kind of like when they play with you do, yeah, oh, okay. history like that a little bit. I think it's a little weird taking someone's, uh, taking someone's persona or whatever, or what they're known yeah. for and then making it about, making their character about what they're known for and stuff. Instead of... Like yeah. defecating on a, per, a real <laughs> it, person's... It depends on whether they make them, you know... More interesting. Well, and it's it's one of those things, well, if my kid reads this and he gets intrigued by it, is Ooh, he going to go and learn sure. about Albert Or Einstein? just go to class and then fail all the tests. It's like Albert <laughs> or and I Billy mean, the Kid were hanging out yes, one day. that is the other option. But it could, it could cause enough con- uh, uh, intrigue that maybe they actually go out and go to Wikipedia and look mm. up Albert Einstein sure. and learn th- real things about him. So I, the, I do agree with you. Yeah. One of those situations. But. Albert. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln killed so many vampires. <laughs> <laughs> I read it in a book. <laughs> I didn't say it was a fact. <laughs> fiction. Well, Valentine's Day is around the corner, so stay thirsty for a steak through the heart. Like a meat steak? <laughs> why, why not through the brain? I mean, 